Hello, Marvelites. You are listening to This Week in Marvel, episode number 387. I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Agent M. And I'm Jamie, a.k.a. Agent... Snake? Agent Snake. Snake. Agent, uh, Agent Madame Mask Hydra? I was at C2E2 this past week. And they used to, in previous years, have animals. Uh, so, like, they've had kangaroos. They've had other, like, really cute animals. And I was like, oh, the animals aren't here this year. And then I found a booth that had the snakes. Aww. And so it was like there were people, like, uh, there was, like, a Captain America cosplayer holding a snake. And it was great. Are um, you afraid of snakes or are you into them? Nah, I'm into them. My wife really wants a snake. She wa- She's like, look at the snake. But this is not snake talk this no. week. So, listeners, remember last week when I told you we'd have so much to talk about this week? Because I was holding so many secrets in my head. There's so much news this week. But before we even get to the news, one thing that just jumped in my head was I just want to say thank you to all the listeners and all of our fans. Uh, being at C2E2, I talked to so many of our fans who listen to This Week in Marvel, who listen to Marvel's pull us to just enjoy what we do at Marvel, and it made me really happy. I just want to say thanks. That is very lovely. Uh, we got to keep going yep. into the news. So let's start with an announcement of a new Marvel game. Marvel's Iron Man VR is coming to PlayStation VR exclusively this year, 2019. We have a trailer which features Iron Man, uh, his AI Friday. And seemingly a ghostly villain. Ooh. Uh, the game features a new armor called the Impulse Armor, uh, which is designed by Adi Granov. It is being developed by Camouflage. Uh, they've done a bunch of VR games and uh, very well respected. Uh, all right. This week, Marvel's Wolverine The Lost Trail debut. The second season of our Marvel uh, scripted podcast series launched on Stitcher Premium. You can hear the whole first season of Marvel's Wolverine the Long Night wherever you get your podcasts, including to wherever you're listening to this. Check out a trailer for the new season on Marvel.com in case you need to get uh, you know more incentive to dive into the new season. Um, Jamie, I'm expecting you to listen to it at least five times. At least. At least. I mean, I'm on my third time for Marvel's Wolverine the Long Night. I hear something new every single time, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that Marvel's Wolverine the Lost Trail will be no different. Indeed. Uh, so that's... Two top news biz, but we got more. Regular subscribers to the show should have seen a special release earlier this week for the War of the Realms theme song. Man Alive, this opus, this beautiful piece of music. Yeah. So good. So good. Uh, So if you skipped it or thought it might have been a mistake, uh, I say thee nay. Nay. It's real and it is fabulous. Verily, Uh, listen to it on a loop. Yeah. Myself. Ron Richards, uh, Jason Aaron, writer of War of the Realms, Brandon Grugel, our evil producer for the show. We all sort of had input on what the song should be, and we took that input, bringing it to Jimmy Yaren, who is of the band Mindless Self-Indulgence, who's a longtime friend of mine. And I was like, Jimmy, do you think you could do this? And he was just like, yes, of course, dum-dum. Of course I could do this. He's doesn't, the best. Doesn't he live in the Shire? He lives in New Zealand now with his beautiful wife, and they're soon-to-be twins. Oh, I'm so excited for them. I love them dearly. Uh, so they put this together, and uh, it's our official soundtrack for War of the Realms. Listen to it while you read the comic next week, which is fantastic. I've read it twice now, uh, the first issue. It's so good. Uh, you can hear it in that special podcast. You can... Uh, 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 you could also hear it at marvel.com slash War of the Realms and on Marvel's YouTube and social channels. There's so many ways to hear it. I'm really proud of it. I think it came out great. You guys should be proud of it. It's wonderful. I'm going to listen to it while I edit the site today. Yeah. And all the text is going to come out in that beautiful Asgardian font that we see in Marvel Comics. Heck yeah. All right. So this episode, normally I'd be like, okay, here's our big talk. Here's our interview for this week. Um, it's going to be a bit different. So we don't have those parts that we're going to go through because we've got the recording of our Tournament of the Hunted panel from C2E2 in Chicago. But before we get to that, it is time for things we are hyped about this week, comma, including news. Very good. So a few weeks back, we told everybody about the Run Disney Virtual Series races this year. I actually heard from some fans who had not didn't know this was happening until they listened to the show and saw it. So I'm very excited. I'm going to be really into it. It's all Marvel themed. There's three races. It's it's going to be great. Um, you can see all these gorgeous medals for Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Iron Man, and that big honking 80th anniversary medal, that which you get for the challenge of doing all three medals, on Marvel.com right now. Yes, you can. Ooh, 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 War of the Realms. We still got to talk about War of the Realms because the first issue comes out next week. And yes, I said it's incredible. Also... 
I think we revealed this week that I got a War of the Realms tattoo because I am so all in on everything about War of the Realms. And I've seen it. Mm-hmm. It is such a nice tattoo. I, I literally gasped yes. when I saw it. It's it, so good. It's a good tattoo. It's yeah. a really nice piece. Thank you. Uh, I'm so happy with everything that Jason Aaron, Russell Donovan, and Matt Wilson are doing with this book. So I had this idea. Hey, Jason, why don't we get tattooed? I actually called him up. I was like, all right, I have a crazy idea. You, you're sitting down. He's like, yeah. Because he's so <laughs> soft-spoken, so chill. And I was like... I want to get tattoos. Me and you will go to my tattoo place in Brooklyn, Eight of Swords Tattoo. My artist is Dave C. Wallen. He's wonderful. He's done almost all of my work. We'll go. We'll get tattoos based around the realm uh, symbols, the runes that we've created for War of the Realms. He's like, yeah, that sounds good. And I was like, yeah, we're going to do this. And we'll document it. It'll be super fun. We'll have uh, photos for you guys to check out. There's a whole video of us going through it. It's really cool. I'm very excited. If you didn't believe that I love Marvel and I love War of the Realms, then this has to be further proof. Yeah, and if you come to Marvel.com, you can not only see the uh, Earth's Mightiest Show bonus with the Ten Realms Explainer, you can read a Ten Realms Explainer if you want to know all about all ten realms. Yeah, very helpful. Yeah. So, things we're excited about. How about that little film called Marvel Studios Avengers Endgame? Oh, It's coming. Yes. I'm so excited as well. So Marvel Studios released a whopping 32 posters this week as we hit the one-month mark until release. Uh, You can see all of these sort of the Avenge the Fallen character posters as well as a new featurette on Marvel.com. And remember, Marvel Studios Avengers Endgame releases April 26th. And if you like posters, how about three new Spider-Man Far From Home posters featuring Spidey in Venice, Berlin and London. Uh, Spidey's Your Adventure hits theaters July 5th. Uh, Another thing we're jazzed for, Marvel's Runaways has been renewed for season three on Hulu. Finally, we can tell you. Yes. Uh, (laughs) We don't really have any other details right now, but you can watch the renewal announcement video on Marvel.com. And you can, of course, watch seasons one and two on Hulu and listen to the official Marvel After Show companion podcast for season two, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, a great video if you're a fan of dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. So- C2E2. Here's a big part of the show. We're a couple days removed from it, so I won't dig super deep into all this, but we had a bunch of announcements. I'm really, really hyped about these. First, got to talk about House of X and Powers of Ten by Jonathan Hickman, Pepe Larraz, R.B. Silva, and Marte Gracia, which is coming July 2019th. Can't tell you anything, but... One of the things that we've been talking about is there are multiple milestones for the X-Men over the course of Marvel Comics history. And so this marks the fifth big milestone. Uh, also, I'm so happy that we are now talking about Absolute Carnage by Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman. So psyched about this. Yeah. And Donnie, uh, we have this video with Donnie Cates talking about it. You can watch that on Marvel.com. He says that it'll feature every character who's ever worn a symbiote. Symbiote? Yeah. It sounds That's weird. That's how I've been symbiote? saying it. Symbiote? Symbiote? Same beer? I don't like symbiote because it sounds like idiot. Oh. Symbiote sounds scientific. Like every yeah. character who's ever worn a symbiote and every symbiote we've ever seen, mm. which is a lot. That's so a lot. he's, Donnie's got this wonderful brain that thinks about all these things and how to place them all together. And he, and Ryan's work is unparalleled it's right now. It's so super goopy and gross, and I love it. Yeah. Okay. One of the things I am most excited for this year, period, is history of the Marvel Universe. Oh, man. Oh, man. The art. The art. Yeah. So it's by Mark Wade, Javier Rodriguez, and Alvaro Lopez. Maybe a top five all-time art team for me with Javier and Alvaro. They're telling a story that Tom Brevoort calls, quote, a sweeping story that covers all of the important events in the span of Marvel history, from the Big Bang all the way to the heat death of the Marvel Universe. And we released something like seven or eight pages, which I I shared out on Twitter. They were on Marvel.com. Yeah. And it is is mind-blowing. It's stunning. Just in... Different kind of origin story. Uh, We also, during the retailer panel at C2E2, announced that we're bringing back the Infinity Warps in six different summer secret warps annuals. It's got Soldier Supreme, Weapon Hex, Arachnite, Ghost Panther, and Iron Hammer. Al Ewing will be working on all of these, but we'll have full creative teams and more info soon. Also at the retailer panel, in celebrating Marvel's 25th anniversary, we'll have a new Marvel story by Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross set after the events of the original story, which is really cool. 
Um, we announced at Women of Marvel that Teeny Howard is now exclusive to Marvel Comics, which Love is it. fantastic. I got to hang out and talk with Teeny a bunch this past weekend, and she is absolutely the best. Teeny, she's writing this new Death's Head limited series, and it's going to have art by Kai Zama, who Kai, she is a uh, Japanese artist, and she's been working on Transformers comics. All right, we have a couple more things. Valkyrie was announced this past weekend. It's a new series coming out of the War of the Realms. Uh, it's written by Jason Aaron and Al Ewing together. We just showed a logo at C2E2. And then finally, we showed our 2019 slate of big things for Marvel Comics. Okay, this is very exciting. Yeah, War of the Realms in April, House of X and Powers of Ten in July, Absolute carnage in August and something mysterious in December. Dun, dun, dun. All we did was show a question mark. Uh, so that covers all the things we're hyped about. Obviously, we're hyped about a lot. That's a lot. It's exciting. This week, our top books from this week's episode of Marvel's Pull List are Black Widow number three, Marvel Comics Presents number three, Star Wars Vader Dark Visions number two, and Superior Spider-Man number four. Make sure to subscribe to Marvel's Pull List wherever you get your podcasts and watch video versions on themarvel.com. Yes. I also was a big fan of Daredevil number three. Mm -hmm. I tweeted at Chip Zdarsky saying that he's being beautifully mean to Matt Murdock yeah, on this run. But uh, yeah, Black Widow number three is it's going some dark places. Indeed. Okay, one last thing. We've got a little reminder for our This Week in Marvel Unlimited Reading Club. Uh, March was the 60s. That episode is live now with C.B. Cebulski and myself discussing Fantastic Four issues 48 through 51, which is uh, original Galactus trilogy and This Man, This Monster. Now we're going to be digging into the 70s. Triple P is harassing me every day to pick some books to talk about. I will. I promise you. I mean, how do you narrow down the 70s? Yeah. Speaking of last-minute stuff, if you have a last-minute decision to go to the movies, I think you should have the Marvel MasterCard, who is our advertiser this week, and we'd like to thank them. Uh, you know, if you want to be that superhero in your life, you want to take someone to the movies, you got to apply for the Marvel MasterCard, and uh, it's going to make you a big deal. You can learn how at marvelmastercard.com slash twim. You could earn 3% cashback rewards paid as a statement credit on comic books, movies, restaurants, and more with the Marvel MasterCard, and 1% cashback rewards paid as a statement credit on all other purchases. There's no limit on the cashback rewards you can earn. That's right. Enjoy special Marvel benefits like three months of a Marvel Unlimited subscription. You can choose your superhero from one of six cool card designs like Iron Man, Black Panther, and Spider-Man, just to name a few. Visit marvelmastercard.com slash twim to learn more and apply today. marvelmastercard.com slash T-W-I-M. Yes. M is in Marvel. Marvel. But right now we have to talk about C2E2 and our panel. I want to give big thanks to C.B. Sabolsky, Nick Spencer, Umberto Ramos, and everybody who helped out putting this panel together. It was a lot of fun. We gave fans who came a printed bracket of the tournament, which was really neat. And everyone came out alive. Ish. Oh. Alive-ish. That's good enough for me. Yeah. It was a really fun panel, uh, which we pitted 16 animal-themed Marvel characters against each other in this mad tournament. You see what I did there? Oh, I see what the, you the did. very madness-y tournament. We grabbed Sorry. fans from the crowd to make arguments alongside writer Nick Spencer, artist Umberto Ramos, and we had editor-in-chief C.B. Sobolski as our judge. So it was really fun. Um, so we'll be back after the panel. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get this started. So I'm gonna start it the way I always do for this week in Marvel. I'm Ryan, aka Marvels Agent M. Uh, we came up with a really cool idea to do a tournament to celebrate the uh, the storyline that's going on right now in the pages of Amazing Spider-Man called Hunted. And so uh, it's it's a really cool story with a lot of animal-themed Marvel characters. Uh, and I. We thought, you know, we'll put a bracket together, which everybody who's in the room has a copy of, uh, so you can play along. You can see some of our wonderful participants are going to be here. Uh, but I need some special people to help me do this. Uh, one of those people is sitting in the front row having a, a jovial conversation. It is amazing Spider-Man writer Nick Spencer. Give it up for Nick Spencer. Uh, 
so Nick, you're going to sit there. We're also going to be joined by amazing Spider-Man and hunted storyline uh, artist Umberto Ramos really soon. And so you see the crowd over here, the 16 wonderful individuals. Uh, they're going to be working side by side with Nick and Umberto to participate and, and talk about the characters that are on our wonderful sheets. Uh, part of what is really cool about Hunted is there are so many amazing animal characters, and I love all of them completely equally, except that Puma is the bay. I love Puma so much, I call him Puma. He's wonderful. Uh, we're gonna find out here which one of these characters is the coolest. Uh, you know, I think that's, that's really what we're coming down to. You could see this bracket. Nick is studying it, he's not seen it before. Nick, how do you feel about our, our matchups? There's some really, really interesting matchups in here. I see some definite upsets. Yeah. Uh, some of the characters in here, you're going to see Iguana, Lizard, Black Cat, I mentioned Stegron, Vulture, tons more. It's going to be really fun. Uh, each round, Nick and Umberto are going to argue to sort of save their favorite animal characters from being hunted uh, and eliminated from the bracket. And so you guys can play along with your own brackets. Uh, first round, the losers are going to go away with a, a great comic. You can have it signed by Nick, by Umberto. I'll the sign winners? it that you're a loser. I'll sign it. Is that okay? Oh, yeah. You know what? Yes. Rub it in. But the winners of the first round, you're all going to get an authentic, one-of-a-kind head sketch from Umberto Ramos, which is what he's working on right now. He'll be here very shortly. Uh, it's going to be super fun when we get to those. Thank you, everyone who's going to be participating in this. And you got to bring your A-game. You want to get to the end. You want to be in that final four, the, what do they call it? Top two? Uh, everybody, give it up for Umberto Ramos. Woo! Now, Umberto, you are competing against Nick, so you can't sit next to him. You're, uh, you're over on the end. That's right. You get down there. <laughs> yeah, he's going to have that seat. Uh, the the folks over that. here are going to be sitting down next to each of you when we get to that point. Uh, Umberto, you got some wonderful head sketches, yes? Yes. Uh, thank you so much for doing that. That's going to be for the winners of our first round. Uh, down in the crowd here, give it up for Judy Stevens, host of Women of Marvel. She's helping out. Uh, and anyone who needs a bracket, let us know. Uh, the folks who are sitting there, uh, once you're done, you'll be moving you back to your regular seats. So uh, you're only in the spotlight for a short period of time. Uh, let's see, what else do we need to know? You know, yeah, I talked about all the cool stuff, but we're going to have to judge all this. And I'm not going to be the one to judge. That would be unfair because it has to go to Puma no matter what. Uh, I need someone special to help me with that. And to do that, I need Marvel Comics Editor-in-Chief C.B. Sabolsky. C.B., come on up. And C.B. didn't come to play. He's ready for this. C.B. bought himself a referee jersey just for this event. Let's get ready to Spidey! <laughs> Thank you for not saying the trademark phrase and getting us sued for a million dollars. So CB is going to be judging uh, all of our, our winners. Uh, with some of your help as well, we want you guys to participate out, out there who you think made the best arguments. Uh, what else do we need oh. to know? I think it's time to get started with this. Let's have some fun. Let's, let's start talking about some cool characters. Uh, Judy... Can you help me with White Rabbit and Toad, our first matchup? Mike from Iowa is Toad. Walter from Chicago got White Rabbit. Who wants to be White Rabbit in this round? Okay. Umberto. So, White Rabbit, please sit next to Umberto. Toad, please have a seat over here next to Nick. Team Toad. Let's go. It's finally going to be Toad's day. We'll see. We'll see. This is, this is going to be tough. All right. So we're going to have 45 seconds to make your argument. Uh, and I'll let Nick and uh, Umberto, you guys can make the case. And then we'll, we'll chime in from uh, our, our lovely fans here who think that they can sway it even further. Nick, you feeling good? I'm ready. All right. So you guys are going to talk. Nick, you have 45 seconds to make the case for why Toad should beat White Rabbit. Go. Uh, Magneto had to teach him some things. What else? What do we think? Well, I, I think Toad's been around. He's been in, like, every group. That's right, He's veteran. been everybody's sidekick. The guy's got 
a lot of experience. Been been an X Man, been a Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, been, been, been a janitor uh, for the yeah, X Men. I mean, serious resume. I mean, over the years, it just at this point, you would think the guy has uh, learned something and he's picked up a lot. I think he's he's a scrampy underdog that could go far in this. That's right. A lot of ponds in Central Park too. So oh, ponds. Yeah, yeah. So toad, Toad's natural environment. All right, so your argument was Pons and being a janitor. Pons, janitor. Okay. Experience. This guy's like everybody's <laughs> intern. Okay, all right. I feel good about that. Umberto, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You guys got to make the argument for White Rabbit. Well, Go. you know, we're just from what they say, like, Toad has been in every single group. Like, I guess he's a reject from every group. Nobody <laughs> likes him. So, like, you know, he's depressed, so I don't think he has a lot of stamina to fight for because he's all depressed and, you know. And, and White Rabbit, she, she, she's a girl, and we are up for girls, so girl power, and that's good enough. Yeah, she got out of a trophy marriage to empower herself, went right after Deadpool to try to prove herself, has tried to take on Wolverine with the Mad Hatter, so she doesn't back down from any fight or any male, so, you know, yeah, girl power. And she has the coolest outfit ever. Yeah. All right. That's those good. are those she are stiff arguments. A, she has a bunch of money, so she can buy whatever she wants. <laughs> All right, your your time is up. All right, you got this. You got this. CB, how you feeling? Good. Uh, there were very some very compelling arguments. You know, I uh, I really do appreciate uh, what uh, uh, Team Toad said because there are, there are some great water places and places that uh, that uh, Toad can hide in Central Park during the hunted storyline, but Toad has been a villain who has not performed very well, has proven himself a little bit more unreliable, where White Rabbit has remained behind the scenes and kind of established herself uh, in the criminal underworld. So my decision will be White Rabbit. Yay! Yeah. Crowd, how do you feel about that? Do you like that decision? It's middling, but he's the judge. Doesn't matter what you think. Thanks so much, man. All right, our next matchup is Vulture versus Stegron. I need Vulture and Stegron, please. So we have Jim from Lincolnwood who is vouching for Vulture. And then we have Peter from Chicago who is Stegron. Give it up. Come on up, guys. Yeah. We're going to have you guys go up on stage. Okay, so Vulture, please have a seat next to Umberto. And Stegron, please have a seat right here. Okay. This is a good battle. I'm excited about this one because this one Stegron, exciting, yep. Stegron is a delight. Okay. Uh, he's real weird. It's going to take a lot. All right. Yeah. Let's start with Stegron. All right. You guys ready to go? I'm ready. That's Here we go. And Stegron. <laughs> he's a dinosaur. Come on. That's it. The dinosaur can control any kind of reptile, any kind of dinosaur. He can control Godzilla. I mean, he is very strong. His tail is very strong. Also, if you read Nick Spencer's Power and Responsibility, it took Spider-Man with a pimped-up Tri-Sentinel to take him down. That's right. And we don't even know if he actually won that fight. We only saw half of it. And even though he was captured by Taskmaster and the Blank Ant, I think he's just buying his time. He's really buying his time just to find out what, he, what kind of damage he can do in Central Park. All right, 10 seconds left. Any final arguments? I don't think they need he's, it. He's a dinosaur that can talk. He's a dinosaur. <laughs> he's a dinosaur. All right, time is up. All right, so the argument there is he's a dinosaur that can talk. Very, actually, very compelling for me, I'll say. All right, Team Vulture, you ready? Vulture. Vulture was the second villain that Spider-Man ever faced, so he has experience behind him. He could fly. He has a great outfit. And Michael Keaton played him in the movie. Oh, wow. That's, that's, awesome. Okay. I mean, yeah, um, and well, he can fly, so he can overlook the, the whole Central Park that is very important for his, uh, on this storyline. But also, it's uh, uh, now that Spidey is part of the MCU, the first villain he has encountered is actually the Vulture. So I believe that uh, it's because of something, you know, it's, it's because he's a great villain, because he's a, uh, uh, a great nemesis, mm -hmm. but also... Yeah. Is Michael Keaton, so you can't. <laughs> I mean, you can't argue against that. You can't. And stop. All right. Go, Michael Keaton. <laughs> okay. 
CB, how you feeling? This is this is a tough one, I have to say. Michael um, Keaton versus a dinosaur. You know, a, a talking dinosaur. You know, and I do have to take into consideration that this is the hunted storyline, not the Michael Keaton version in the, in the film, which does play a good role. And um, in this case, and it might not be a popular decision, might be a, an upset, but if one on one you put Adrian Toomes up against Degron. I do think that Stegron will win. Whoa, give it up for the right. talking dinosaur right. man. Dinosaur, dinosaur. All right. Gentlemen, thank you very much. I've got a comic for the losing team, and the winner gets an Umberto Ramos head sketch. All right, so uh, that is our boy Stegron versus White Rabbit next round. Uh, all right, now we've got one that is Tarantula versus Owl. Owl has Wolverine. Why am I helping out? I have to stop. Uh, I get too excited. I'm really excited Ooh. about this game. Ooh. Okay, so for Tarantula, we have Mandy from Chicago repping Captain Marvel. And then for our uh, Owl, we have Leon and Belal. All right. Yes, also repping Captain Marvel. She is so ready to go. Um, and they're Fantastic. from Chicago. Come on up, guys. Tarantula, please have a seat next to Umberto. Um, and then Owl, uh, I would like the young lady to have the seat. You could just be, you know, like the, her hype man in the background. <laughs> Umberto, we're going to start with you this time. Okay. Talk a little bit about Tarantula. Uh, gee, I, 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 I like this character. I, mean, I know it's not about liking it, but it's, uh, I really like the, the, the villain. I like the outfit. It's powerful. He's a spider-based uh, villain, and that's important to what we're doing here. And, and he has these amazing uh, boots that can kill you with, po with, with the poison, right? The, the venom. So, uh, and the, oh, of course, you can't you can fight against a mustache, a well-done mustache. So. Mm. Right? Yeah, exactly. Plus, he's got a cool outfit, poison. Owl's got ho Owl has hollow bones. You're out of here. Also, tarantulas eat birds, y'all. Ooh, oh, yeah. Ooh <laughs> tarantulas eat birds. I like that. National Geographic. I Googled it. <laughs> All right, let's All right. call that a round for Tarantula. Feels pretty good. Poison, knives, and mustaches. Yep. I can get behind this one. All right, you guys ready? We are Team very Owl. ready. Okay, Team Owl. Let's hear what you got. Ready? Yeah, go ahead. Go for it. Um, he has an experience. Um, Stanley, he made him. Yeah, and um, he eats very disgusting stuff. He eats. Animals alive and rats. <laughs> it's pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has um. Uh, he's as strong as Kingpin. He works with Kingpin. He's part of Sinister Sixty. Um, yep. He won against Doctor Doom also. Um, he's an, he got an science experience when he got his powers. He has very sharp claws. All right, okay. You did great. I told oh you. Oh, gosh. Yeah, give it up. Literally had to stop her because she knows so much about the owl. Did her great homework. Job. Okay, Steve. Uh, again, it's a tough choice. We're talking about, you know, from the animal kingdom, the tarantula and the owl, and maybe... Tarantulas do eat owls, but I think in the terms of hunted, given his abilities and the way he's going to react in the Central Park setting, that in this case, it is the owl who will be able to take the tarantula. Right. Hey. All right, owl moves on. We've got a comic uh, for tarantula and a, a sketch from Umberto for you guys for the owl. All right, these are hotly contested. Here we go. Up next, we've got King Cobra going one-on-one -on -one against Iguana. All right, let's see. Judy, who do we have for King Cobra and Iguana? Okay, for King Cobra, we have Ben from Houston, all the way from Texas. And then for Iguana, we have Tim from Detroit, my hometown. Okay, we're going to have you guys sit down. Ryan will tell you who. Yes, all right. So King Cobra, please have a seat next to Umberto. And Iguana, have a seat here next to Nick. All right. Oh, you want iguana? I don't want an iguana. Iguana. All right, we're... Last second. This is what happens in the Tournament of the Hunted. <laughs> Things change. Last second. Okay. All right, since you're so hot to take iguana, Umberto, you right. go first. Okay. 
Well, you know, I can. Uh, the first thing is I, I can actually pronounce it the right way. <laughs> Iguana. <laughs> and I, I, I love the character. He, he, um, he can actually take a bite on, on the King Cobra and kill him on, you know, with, with, with one bite as a iguana do with the, with the, the snakes and that. He's a human iguana. You ever seen an iguana fall out of a tree? It kills people when they land on them. <laughs> he just got a king cobra over there. We'll find it, squish it. He's really strong. He's got thick, scaly skin. Single bite from the cobra won't even pierce his skin. All right. Time. Time, yep. All right. Compelling. You guys ready? I think so. Bring it. All right. Let's do it. Let's talk about king cobra. All right. I mean, uh, founding member of the Serpent Society. Uh, you know, one of one of my all-time favorite Marvel villain groups. So, you know, we got to establish that right away. Right, and he first appeared in a Thor comic. So out of the gate, he was like, I'm going to Anaconda choke a god. And now you're putting him up against a, a discount lizard? Like, a come on. He can choke a thunder god. And he's got his own poison. He's the only representative of the Serpent Society here, so he already won that tournament. So he's a champion. There you go. You go. A lot, a lot of uh, great... Roger Stern, King Cobra, Spider-Man story, by the way, if you want to dig that up. And he really held his own with Spidey for quite a while, so you got to factor that in, too. Captain America is his number one, so if he can take them. All right. Time? Time. Time. So. The bell is wrong. The bell is wrong. How are you feeling, Steve? This was a good one. This was where, mentally, I was leaning one way. However, the argument, based in continuity and his past villains have convinced me, that the winner in this case will be King Cobra. King Cobra. Sorry, Umberto. Yeah. Uh, I'm bad. I'm all right, so Iguana, we're gonna, I'm going to give you a comic. King Cobra, make sure you get your sketch from Umberto. We're going to go this way. Uh, I'm going to give you a comic that has not been released. Oh, it is a variant comic of Amazing Spider-Man number 18. Uh, so be careful with it. Oh, yes. Don't show it to anyone. Don't talk about it. Don't post about it online. Don't even read it until... A couple weeks? It's, I think it's that next, next week? week? Next week? Get it so, autographed. Thank you. Yeah, and make sure you get it autographed before the end of the, the panel. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. All right, we have Scorpion and Black Beetle coming up next. Can we have Scorpion and Black Beetle? So Scorpion oh. is uh, Walter from Roselle. Hello. Yeah. And then we have Mark from Chicago repping uh, the Black Beetle. Come on up, guys. Come on up. And we're going to have Scorpion. You're going to sit over by Umberto. Okay. And Beatles going to sit over here next to Nick. We've got some contention because we got this list from uh, Amazing Spider-Man's editing team. <laughs> and so I'm just, I, did I not have a question about Black we Beetle? Come up with a new character on the fly. I could be like, it has the power of Galactus. And I did confirm with Ooh. Nick Lowe, and it is the Beetle. The Beetle. Yeah. Great. Scratch that off. Right. X over it's there. All right. Uh, all right, so you guys ready to do this? Uh, we're going to start with Beetle. Three, two, one, start. This character was quasi-created by me, so I'm going to take this very personally if I don't win. <laughs> Janice uh, is a feminist icon among supervillains. She is determined to prove that she should be treated equally and fairly as a supervillain. She is the daughter of Tombstone. Uh, she was a member of the Superior Foes and the only intelligent member of the Superior Foes. Um, she was in a romantic relationship with Ant-Man uh, that ended very, very badly. Uh, and uh, she, uh, she is one of my all-time faves. So. As he said, he, she's the daughter of Tombstone. So if Tombstone isn't probably a scary villain enough, yeah. <laughs> no, she probably can hold her Got own. him on speed dial. Yep. One time. Very good. I would have just gone, yeah, what he said. Because <laughs> Nick gets into it with Beetle. All right. Strongly. All right. Umberto, you guys get ready. We need to hear about Scorpion. Scorpion. And you guys ready? Okay. Go for it. Let's start. He, oh, sure. He's a Ditko villain. So Steve Ditko made him. That, I think that, <laughs> that kind of says it all. But also, you know, Matt Gargan. He can beat up Spider-Man. He has a tail. He can shoot acid. It'll melt her. Her armor. Come right. on. I mean, he's going to lose to the Beetle. I mean, her name isn't even right on the card. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> 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 oh. 
what he said. <laughs> well done. Well done. That's time. CB, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I wasn't, you know, uh, really feeling the beetle, but Mick, Nick makes a very valid argument for her and her place here and her place in Hunted. But in this case, I'm going to have to go classic, and it would be the scorpion. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wow. All right. So thank you. Scorpion, you're going to get a, a head sketch from Umberto. Uh, Beetle, I've got a variant cover for you. Come on up. We'll get back to your regular seat. Up next, we have Kangaroo versus Rhino. Oh, versus Rhino. This one's tough. Okay. So for Kangaroo, we have Andreas from Chicago. Woo! Woo! And then for the Rhino, we have Dave, also from Chicago. All right. Uh, so... Kangaroo, you're going to sit next to Nick. Rhino, you're going to sit next to Umberto. All right. You guys ready? Umberto, you got Rhino. Team Rhino, hit it. It's not difficult at all. Rhino is the most powerful animal in, in the jungle. So uh, being there, he dominates the whole thing. He's, he's rough, he's tough, he's savage. You know, we've, we've seen him before. So... Uh, and kangaroo, he, you know, with the ears and the tail, you know, he doesn't look like, like uh, menacing at all. And against the rhino, it's not a chance. And I do like the rhino's long history in Spider-Man. Debuted in 1966, Stanley and John Romita character. And in that issue, Amazing Spider-Man number 41, he runs from Mexico to New York City in one burst. He's got incredible stamina just to get there to take care of a job and fight Spidey. Rhino's awesome. All right, stop. Wow, that was good. A lot of deep knowledge on that Great one. Argument. I like that. All right, so I, I'm assuming you guys have the same level of knowledge about kangaroo. Please. Go. Well, uh, strength is great, but agility is always better. Speed and ability to jump over large terrains, especially in a city environment, is going to be great for a, a battle between the two. Um, so I would just say, in, in general, being able to traverse the area a lot faster and being a professional boxer and having combat ability would be great. Also, he has an adorable costume. <laughs> might, just, might just charm Rhino to death. He's got those ears, and they're just sort of, woo. Yep. Okay. That's the argument. Quick <laughs> argument, then. <laughs> All right. <laughs> CB, it's up to you. In this case, uh, straight, looking at straight abilities, and as much as I appreciate stamina and the long history of the Rhino, I'm going to have to give this one to the stamina and the agility of the kangaroo. Wow, <laughs> that is an upset if I've ever seen one. Wow. There we go. I'm a car <laughs> All right, kangaroo, you're going to get I, yourself a I guess a the kangaroo's last name is Sabolski, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get ready for our next matchup, and this one might be the toughest one of the whole first round. Yeah. It is Lizard versus Black cat. Yeah. These are two one seeds playing in the first round is what just happened. That's a sports thing. <laughs> True sports reference. Uh, so, Kangaroo, make sure you're over there. And uh, the uh, Rhino, you can have a seat back at your regular seat. Okay. So, for Black Cat, we have Dave from Chicago. And the lizard is Mateo from uh, Bolingbrook. All right. Black Cat, have a seat next to Umberto. Lizard, have a seat right here. Team Lizard, this one's, I mean, he's the lizard. You guys got to bring it. You ready? Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Dr. Kirk Connors, the lizard, already going for him. A genius scientific mind up against a common thief. Not really <laughs> much of a contest. Also, a lizard versus a cat. And a big lizard versus a thin cat. He's going to rip her apart. He ate his own son. <laughs> what is he going to do to Felicia Hardy? Brings out the big guns right away. That was good. I can't top that. I think we're done. <laughs> done? All right. <laughs> That's it. All right. Well done. Well said. It's a so compelling argument. You got to stop eating one's own child, Umberto. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I didn't read that the issue, actually. Um, all right, go. Uh, yes, Dr. Connors is really smart, but not when he turns into a lizard. And uh, Black Cat is the one villain that can actually defeat Spider-Man. So you can't get better than that. Mm. And Dr. Connors was his teacher. Felicia Hardy was his lover. 
Lovers beat teachers any day of the week. Ooh. I'm a lover, not a fighter. She's also got a huge role to play in Hunted. She's getting her own series out of Hunted. So clearly, she's the most important character in Hunted. Other than you got the series plug in there. <laughs> she knows more than I do. Not a plant, I will promise you that one. The promotion was free. Nice. All right, CB. This, this, this is, is a tough one, you know, and I am a cat person. However... I think I'm a little biased in here. I don't think I can make this call. I think we have to send this one out to the audience. Okay, this one is a this pure audience one vote. one that's just a, a little too tough to, for us to call. So, we're going to start by a show of hands. Who thinks that the lizard would beat Felicia Hardy, beat the black cat? Two, four, what? six, eight, thirty. Okay, about 30 people. Okay. All right. Who thinks that it is the black cat, Felicia Hardy, who would win? Oh. Oh. All right. Some of you raised your hands twice. <laughs> <laughs> The show of hands wins. It is Felicia Hardy being the black cat yes, being the right. lizard. Yes. Let's give it up for the winner of this round, Black Cat. All right, we're down to the, the last round. This is, this is, this is, look, whoever, I may have a special prize if the Puma wins. R Ryan cannot have any influence over this category. Dang it, CB. <laughs> All right, Puma and Gibbon, come on up. So we have Mitchell from uh, Arkansas, who is Puma, and for Gibbon, we have AJ from Springfield. All right, Puma, please have a seat next to Nick, and then Gibbon, please have a seat next to Umberto. Everybody knows the Gibbon, right? Gibbon's getting his own issue. He is 18.hu, uh, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 18.hu is all about the Gibbon, and I can just say the Gibbon has the saddest story in the Marvel Universe. So I think that in a face-off with Puma, he would just make Puma cry until he could run away. <laughs> Do you have anything to add? I couldn't agree more. I just, given he's incredibly intelligent, he knows what he's doing, he'd be able to formulate an amazing battle strategy and just outmaneuver and get Puma in a situation where he can't do anything. And he'd be able to finish him off with some final blow. Puma wouldn't even know what hit him. All right. And I understood that. Very good. <laughs> Puma wouldn't even know it hit him. That was great. Okay. Team Puma. All right, Team Puma. The proud Puma. Seconds. Majestic Puma. Ready to roll and go. No pressure. Okay, right. thanks. I mean, Puma, just claws, ferocious, going to win. I mean, that's just all you really need to know. I mean, versus Gibbon? Eh, let's face it. Gibbon's kind of weak sauce. <laughs> and, you know, Puma has the the support of these ancient, ancient uh, spirits from the uh, American, how do you call it? It's, uh, Native, 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 Native uh, American, right? So uh, you, have, you have a big support if you have all the spirits with you. So uh, that's a pretty easy winning for Puma. Oof. Okay. CB, this is your call. I believe in you. I, I, I had to say going into this, I had an opinion on who would win. Uh, both arguments were very valid. I appreciate the thought. I have indeed read the issue with the Gibbon. Uh, and while he does have a very sad story and the argument was valid, I do think in the end it would be the Puma. Team who Puma! Would win in this battle. <laughs> Great job, everybody, in the first round. Give it up for everybody who played in this first round. Okay, uh, and then Team Puma, I'm also going to give you a variant cover because you made the Puma proud. You did this. We all win. Thank you. All right, so uh, next round is going to start up, uh, and the round's going to be shorter, 30 seconds for the next round. That's a tough one because everybody's made their arguments. Now you have to think strategically. How do you combat very specifically your opponent in this round? And, CB, I would love it if we could also make sure that the audience helps us pick this next round. Yes. I want you guys to cheer when, you think, when we, we go for the vote. So, it is time for the beginning of round two, and we've got White Rabbit versus Stegron. Oh. So, we're going to have Mike come back up and uh, Peter. Two strong contenders no, you know, from first round. One who won the first round relying on the history and powers of the White Rabbit. The other one... Very simply arguing, the, the, the dinosaur who can talk. Yeah. <laughs> you could try to use that argument again, but the crowd's going to be the one deciding with CB on this one. All right, Team Stegron, 
You're going to go first. You've got 30 seconds this time. And go. Dinosaur that can talk. Dinosaurs that can talk that have a huge tail. And in the first Hunted Arco, when they, the Craven Robot, spoiler alert, started shooting at everyone, White Rabbit said, run, and started running away. Stegron got hit by bullets and like, uh-huh. So Stegron's going to win this round, no matter what. Okay. All they needed was 20 seconds. All right. A, a retreat is not a loss. And the White Rabbit trained in the Savage Land after the Claw incident, specifically becoming the queen of the tribe there and taking out dinosaurs and hunting dinosaurs. She's specifically ready to take down a dinosaur. Yes, and she has a team of robot rabbits. <laughs> uh, that was the argument. Wow. <laughs> only a 15-second argument wow. there. Okay. This is, All I right. So, you know, we're going to go out to you guys. But first, let's, you know, a dinosaur who can talk who can deflect bullets and who doesn't retreat versus uh, someone who is trained to fight dinosaurs and has an army of rabbits. <laughs> so. Yeah, we'll do applause. We'll do applause. So, who would vote for Stegron? Okay. All right. And now for White Rabbit. Yeah! yeah! Wow. All right. Give it up to these two teams. That is Team White Rabbit getting White that Rabbit. win. All right, moving on. All right, Stegron, uh, you're gonna, you both are gonna get comics this round. So here you go. We need the Owl and King Cobra. Ooh. Leanne and her ca Captain Marvel's gonna come back up on stage with Bilal, and I'm. All right, uh, this is this gonna be a good ben. one. Oh, King Cobra. Yeah, really they're both your team. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Owl, please have a seat next to Umberto. King Cobra, right over here. Sure. Owl? I'll take the owl, because right. we're going to win easy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello again. All right, so should we start with King Cobra this round? That sounds great, CB. All right, you've got 30 seconds. If you need it, go. Uh, so again, King Cobra's background is the head of the Serpent Society helps him out, because he is the head of a superhero or supervillain-themed union, dealing with a lot of snake That's runs, right. and, and, and he's very oily. should point out, that means... Like, they're union. They're going to stick together. Mm -hmm. So he gets in some trouble. Maybe they, can, maybe they can bring in the rest of the servant society. Think about that. That's what you pay those dues for. The Al got outsmarted by Boomerang, as much as I love that series. So <laughs> He did. King Cobra. Stop. All right. Right on time. All right. seconds. Solid arguments. All right. Team, uh, Team Owl, are we ready? Yep. All right. Here we go. And three, two, one, go. When he... When the owl first fought Daredevil, he won against him. Um, he can smell very far away. He fights at night and morning and afternoon. Um, his teeth are very sharp. He can fly very high. He doesn't get sick at all. And he kills serpent sides. A lot of stuff. He's a uh, very. All right, and that's time. All right. All right. <laughs> this is also kind of tough because we're asking the audience to vote. Yep. And I mean, come on, you guys. Let's be Monsters. real. All right. So, owl, in the team vote, owl. the audience vote, who is for Team Owl? Follow your heart here. <laughs> and anyone out there for Team King Cobra? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Cobra! <laughs> well, I don't know, Ryan. For me, it sounds like the winner is Team Owl. Owl. <laughs> All right. Great job, you guys. All right, we got to keep going. We've got Scorpion versus Kangaroo. Who do you want? So we've got Dave coming back up okay. and Walter. Oh, yeah. Right, Think about how... Mm. We'll start with you guys. Scorpion, you had a very compelling argument the first time around. Let's see if you can hold up and not just con convince the ref, but the audience. And go. Um, Scorpion has a tail, and the kangaroo can only jump. But Scorpion can also jump. So he wins because, you know, the tail can shoot acid. So it's like a long-range attack. And he's super strong. So he's also deadly, like, inside. And, like, the tail gives him, like, different vectors that, like... You know, the kangaroo can't match. So from like a UFC perspective, <laughs> yeah, man, Scorpion's going to win. Two, yeah. one, stop. Steve Dicko. All, right. All right. Well done, well done. All right. Compelling argument. Can the kangaroo do it for yet another round? Three, two, one, and go. 
Well, Kangaroo's not only been in like Deadpool, uh, Captain America, and a lot of huge other names. Um, once again, the agility comes into a huge factor. Um, he's even kicked Spider-Man in the gut and knocked him good. Um, so I still think um, the acid, with agility and being able to hop around Central City and being able to get around, um, and not only having super leg strength, a good kick to the head or to the legs, I think he'll uh, be incapacitated. Also still has those cute kangaroo ears. <laughs> All right, there we go. That's the end. Cute kangaroo ears. He's trying to sway the crowd there. It's a tail versus the ears. Oh. Yeah, so. All right, so who wants to vote for kangaroo? Oh, that was weak. I think there are boos in the crowd. You guys are mean. I like it. Get vicious. Okay, uh, who's going to vote for Scorpion? Yay! I love you all. I think there's some, I think there's some nostalgic bias here. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, we've got some comics for both of you. Team Scorpion, you are going to the next round. Kangaroo, you are done. Well done. All right. Last of this round, we have Black Cat versus Puma. Ooh. Ooh, it's David Cat Fight. Oh, Cat Fight. See what I did? Black Cat this time? Marvel Meow. The crowd love the Puma, huh? We ready to rock and roll? Yes. Let's start with Black Cat. Puma is her ex-boyfriend. He has no chance. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> Nick was waiting on that one. <laughs> Nothing more to add? You... Uh, the, o- the only thing to add is that two feline characters were introduced relatively the same time. Black Cat is everywhere. Puma sits at home waiting for people to call. Waiting for Black Hat to oh. call. Oh. Oh. And oh. time. <laughs> okay. I don't think he necessarily just sits there waiting for people to call him. I think he has his own jet. So I think Puma's definitely going to take the lead on Black Cat. And yes, they had a relationship and stuff like that. But I think that's going to work in Puma's favor. Let's face it, I'm going to even admit it, emotions can be a little out of control. And I think he's got... Uh, He's got the upper hand when it comes to Black Cat. He's got everybody from his history, the Native American lineage. Just, um, I mean, think they've even said he's like got immeasurable power if he gets all of that power from his ancestry. So I think he's really going to take the lead, and he's going to take Black Cat down. Stop. Okay. All right. Tough one. Good argument. Very tough. Yeah. No, not only a cat fight, but a lover's quarrel. (laughs) Uh, So, which way will the audience vote? Let's see. Puma. For those listening at home, Ryan has walked off the stage, behind the stage, he's gone. I am now Ryan, a.k.a. H&M, for your host today. And just to to confirm, Black Cat. (laughs) How dare you? That was a smart choice. Thank you, everybody. All right, come on. Uh, Let's see. Got an amazing Spider-Man for you. We are down to, this is the final this is the four. final four. Uh, so final we need four. White Rabbit and Owl. Yo, oh, yeah, and I, I just got word from our commissioner, evil producer Brandon, who's sitting right here. You only have 15 seconds to make wow. your case. Oh. oh, okay. Here you go. Ready? Three, two, one. Al, we know you have a drug problem, but you can't get off the experimental drugs, so we want to team up with a team alliance with Al and White Rabbit to take down Black Cat, because we know that's what's coming in the next. <laughs> Best evil villains team up together to take down the heroes. We definitely team up to take down other villains. Done. All right. <laughs> Did you make a case for White Rabbit there? <laughs> I had not heard that, but we'll see. Okay. All right. Now you have 15 seconds. We have 15 seconds. And go. Um, he was King Penn in San Francisco. Um, he is very aggressive. He doesn't wait. He, doesn't wait. he just goes for it. He never stops. Um, and stop. Oh, All right. All right. It's going to come down to Team White Rabbit versus Team Owl. Yep. Let's start with White Rabbit. Okay, that's a good showing. Yeah, yeah. And now the argument for Team Owl. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Looks like Owl is going into the finals. Wow, who would have thunk it? All right, you guys, great good, job. Good three rounds, White Rabbit. 
Scorpion versus Black Cat oh, to see oh who goes boy. to the finals. Let's everybody put their nostalgic views Scorpion. aside, impartiality. Let's listen to these arguments. Switching it up. And then Black Cat, have a seat down there. All right, again, you guys have 15 seconds to make right. your case. The panel's almost at an end. We have to crown a winner really soon. All right, you guys go. You got 15 seconds. Black Cat's a new school villain. Scorpion's an old school villain. Scorpion's got powers, but Black Cat really is the signature new Marvel villain, hero villain for Spider-Man. She has a bad luck of power, you know? Okay, boom. Time is up. And now, going over to Team Scorpion, and hit it. Oh. He has a tail. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to shoot acid. It's going to melt her. It's, it, it's over. It's done. He's stronger, faster, better. Scorpion, old school for the win. It's done. Thank you. Wow. Okay. And that's done. All right. Well done. Okay. This is. We got to make this decision now. Okay. Who is Team Scorpion? Yeah. All right. Not bad. Who's Team Black Cat? I'm so sorry. Your tail defense just didn't work this time. <laughs> Made it through three rounds with the tail, but yep. eventually it got cut in the end. All right. So that is Black Cat going to the finals. Thank you. Come on. Uh, well, I guess oh. Black Cat can stay. Yeah, Dave, you should stay. Okay. Yep. Scorpion. All right. And now we need Team Owl. The final round. The winner of this round is going to get this amazing... Uh, Black Armor Spider-Man from our friends at Tamashi Nations. They're here on the floor. They have some really cool samurai Marvel toys, and so they gave us a Spidey to go with this, uh, this panel. It's really great. So what does our evil producer give us as a time frame for the final round? Yeah, Brandon. <laughs> Ten seconds. Ten, Ten seconds. seconds. <laughs> All right, are we ready? All right, let's start with Black Cat. All right, ready? Three, two, one, and go. Uh... Black Cat, you love her. You absolutely love her. Nobody loves the owl. You love the little girl. You don't love the owl. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> well said. I don't know. All right. Owl, are you ready? Yep. To make your argument? You've got 10 seconds. Here you go and start. Black Cat's powers are bad luck, but against Owl, Owl, owl would win because... Owl would always be cat every single fight. He... Okay, sorry, <laughs> Evil producer Brandon, you did that. You caught her off so quickly. <laughs> All right, this is it. This is the final vote. This, this is, is the, the final vote. This is the one. So everybody, deep, deep down in your hearts, deep down in your minds, listen to the arguments that just happened. Let's go. Who would vote for Team Black Cat? <laughs> And Team Owl. Oh. Wow, it's pretty even. I, Are we gonna end on a tie? I guess tie. I don't have two toys to give away. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Let's try one more time. Yeah. We, All right, one more time. Team Owl. And who was on Team Black Cat? All right, I think the Redu says, unfortunately, Owl, I'm sorry, but. The winner really of the Hunted March Madness is Felicia Hardy, the Black Cat. Yay! And to, to rub it in, I have a Black Cat variant cover for you guys. <laughs> so that's cool. Glad we did that. Uh, thank you very much for participating. Give it up for everybody who played the tournament of the Hunted. And especially everyone who studied while they were sitting and waiting. They were prepping. They worked very hard. Black Cat is just so popular, I'm yeah. just going to have to give her her own solo series <laughs> starting in August by Jed McKay and Travel Foreman with covers by J. Scott Campbell. Uh. Wow. That happened because of this panel. Well done. Thank you all. This has been This Week in Marvel. Thank you. Yes, thank you, guys. Awesome. Hope you guys enjoyed the panel. Uh, and we did not forget our question of the week. Question of the week I had in my head was what comics thing from our 2019 slate are you most excited about? Your options there are War of the Realms, which is like 
You could feel it. It's tingling it's on, your, on your... It's coming. It's getting so close. Right there. You've got House of X and Powers of Ten coming in July. You have Absolute Carnage coming in August. Or The Mystery mm. in December. So these four different things. Let us know using hashtag This Week at Marvel. You can email us at twimpodcast at marvel.com. You know, for me, I think... Mm, I think I'm I'm just in War of the Realms mode. So for me, yeah. I'm I, I would answer War of the Realms right now. What I'll answer in July, I don't know. What I'll answer in August, I don't know. What I'll answer in December, it could all be different. But right now, I am War of the Realms 100%. I am also excited about all of these. I'm so curious about the December event, though I kind of lean towards Absolute Carnage because I'm a really big fan of Venom and the symbiote and all of that stuff. Just the nasty gross, awesome, crazy stuff. I'm yeah. so curious about it. But War of the Realms, there are parts of that that I've got, that I know about that I'm really psyched to see. For and sure. Powers of Ten and House of X, it's it's going to be really big. It's it's all going to be very, very cool. Heck yeah. All right, it's awesome. Like picking one of your children. Everybody can do it. It's fine. Yeah, everyone's uh, got a favorite. We'll be back next week. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jamie. And this is Marvel. Your universe. Your universe.